Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Smart Mentality Podcast. We here, baby. We rolling. We can't stop, won't stop. Like Diddy said, you know, uh, Diddy was actually the, the performance at uh, WrestleMania when he went to MetLife, right? Yeah, he was. Yeah, I remember. That was the every- first time. Yeah, that was when I met you. I think. <laughs> that because every time we go to like Brooklyn or or, or, or Madison, I'm not Madison. Uh, what you call it? Nassau. They always show Diddy up there on the screen. I'm like, what, what the fuck? It's like <laughs> they always show Diddy's performance. But yeah, man, this is the week of May seventh. Today is May 9th. Um, but yeah, we getting into it right now. Uh, for the Smart Mentality Podcast. Um, we had backlash on Sunday. We've seen Raw, SmackDown, 205, and uh, NXT. So we're gonna go ahead and give our thoughts on what happened this past weekend. We're gonna jump it off with my man JD right here. What's happening, dog? John, man, it's been a long week of wrestling. I didn't get to watch 205 yet. I watched NXT, but yeah, um, you know, we'll, we'll we'll get into it. Like, there's a lot of takeaways. I feel from this week so we'll we'll see what's good okay okay yeah um i'm gonna be real like my overall thoughts of backlash right here in a nutshell it was meh it was it was a miss it was it was probably i i don't know if i could say it's the worst uh pay-per-view of all time but it was the Mm -hmm. most it was it was like how remember how we said greatest Warrior rumble was like the most pointless pay-per-view of all time yeah yeah backlash was that equivalent in my opinion I have it's yeah it's kind of hard to say I have kind of equal feelings about that as well, and mm-hmm. I I don't want to be too harsh because part of me feels like I'm harsh because you know in a short term way, um mm-hmm. you know there's there's a lot of finishes that I wasn't really happy with because they're kind of trying to add fuel to certain storylines but um I feel like what makes it worse is that just a lot of these storylines do seem so aimless. So you don't really have anything to yeah. go off of, and especially if the match itself doesn't really add to that, then it just makes it worse. So yeah. I mean, you know, overall, like I, I don't know if you had any specific uh, matches that you were favorite, but for me, I think the standouts were obvious. Like it was, you know, Rollins and Miz who opened the show um, and kind of set the. I, I feel like they kind of. Uh, yeah, set the expectations yeah, a little bit it, too it high. Good, it, yeah, as I was about to say, it, it had me like prepared for what's about to come. Like you said, it set the expectations high, and I was and I didn't get any of that. I mean, yeah. I, I will say to jump ahead, I will say I I actually enjoyed the AJ Styles and Nakamura finish. Yeah, me too. I, yeah, I, yeah, I enjoyed the whole, match. Whole, all the that shit. I, well, yeah, so, I mean, no, no, no. Okay, listen, yeah, yeah. did I? Uh, I know everybody was hating on the finish, so I was about to say I. I thought it was cool to keep the story going. I agree. I didn't. I, I didn't want to. I didn't want a clear cut winning right now. Yeah, and the, here, here's the thing: like when when it happened, the, yeah. I was I was upset about it actually. Yeah. Um, because I was expecting Nakamura to go over. I really was expecting Nakamura to win there. Yeah. Now. The the way that the finish happened was actually really funny, and I'm not mad at it, right? Yeah. Uh, if you can hear that noise outside, by the way, it's just people being ignorant. My bad. But anyway, yeah. So, so, but so like the 
the match that they had was actually really good. I thought it was better than their WrestleMania match. Yeah, it was, de- yeah, right? it was and, better than that, yeah. And I thought, like, you know, and it, it was interesting because it was no DQ, but they didn't really go too far into no DQ, which I thought was cool. Um, you know, because not every no DQ match has to be, you know, just a hardcore match, you know, because like, the, the original point is just like no disqualification. You could just kind of do whatever you want, right? Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, I thought that the the build up, the you know, the the reversals and the the way that they they got to the finish was everything I really wanted it to be. You know, like you know, or at least more so, more than or more or less. Yeah. But um, that finish, it was uh, on one hand, like you said, like it, it keeps the feud going and it's entertaining and it was funny, but it's just like it's it's hard to you know, like wrestling asks a lot out of the viewer right and they want you to suspend disbelief mm-hmm. but it's hard for me to believe that after all that like getting kicked in the nuts is gonna make you like incapacitate you but not only incapacitate you but make it so you can't wrestle on tuesday <laughs> and, and, that, and that's the funny part to me it's like damn like so you got kicked in the nuts that bad but it's like come on man like oh, like shit. like just 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 for like it's one of those things where at like as a you know like you have to roll with it and clearly like i get it yeah that that's that's but, funny as shit yeah <laughs> i'm with you I'm with you on that. <laughs> I mean, the match was dope. The like, match, I, yeah, I, I, I enjoyed the match, man. The match was good, yo. Like, mm-hmm. it, I mean, it was it wasn't a terrible match, it, you know. And I like the feud going. Um, I, I to me, I feel like I would I would have liked a title change, but I would also like I would like I would like a uh, I don't know. I don't know what's more appropriate, uh, a hot potato type change where they just keep flipping it back and forth between the two mm-hmm. or just one just getting the best of the other, you know, and like, uh, oh, or should it, you know, or, or should this go on? Do you think this should go on to SummerSlam or not? I mean, in a perfect world, it would be. But that's a long oh. time away. Yeah, because because that, that's a that's a long time. That's a long uh, ass time. Yeah, it, it's hard to say because like I, I feel like with I don't, money I don't want it to get stale. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like with Money in the Bank coming up, and you have a, a lot of contender material on SmackDown for the for the WWE title. Mm-hmm. So it's like it, it's hard to see where exactly or how long they want it to go because like you know if i want to be selfish i could say hey like i'm cool with aj nakamura going for a while but then do you really want to leave joe out of the picture for that long or Mm -hmm. daniel bryan or the miz or whoever like do you really want to leave those guys out of the main title picture for that long and i think that's the question going forward but i mean if the if it did end up being you know nakamura aj at least for the next couple of pay-per-views you know if they wanted to extend it a little bit i would be fine with that you know because mm-hmm. i still feel like a you know heel nakamura has uh you know some good going uh, you know not aj hasn't you know done anything disappointing for me at least so you know i'm, I'm down to see that where, where that keeps going yeah, and I think I think um their way of extending it is by introducing Joe. This is what I think is gonna happen. I think they're introducing Joe so that they can uh 
bringing another a card into the mix or whatever. So so AJ <laughs> doesn't have to fight Shinsuke every week, or, you know, or battle with Shinsuke every week. He has to look over his other shoulder, and he has Joe over here, you know. So that's that's the way I'm looking at it. Um, right. But I I'm, I'm I like the feud. This is my favorite feud going on right now. So um, yeah, yeah. I think I think on SmackDown is definitely one of the highlights for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, like so. Other than that, um, we had you know just I, while we're on the the SmackDown side of Backlash, we also had uh, Big Cass versus Daniel Bryan, which. I feel like it was like a little bit of an underrated match, so I just wanted to kind of give it a shout out because yeah. it wasn't necessarily special, but it was exactly how we called it, where you know Daniel Bryan goes over in a you know relatively convincing fashion. He looked you know he looked good, you know Big Cass. He he didn't look weak yeah. necessarily. He just he got out wrestled, and then he got the beat down afterwards, um, which kind of bled into uh, you know Tuesday. Um, yeah. With Daniel Bryan's uh, Money in the Bank opportunity, but either way, it's just like I felt like it did exactly what they needed to. So I, I just wanted to give them a shout out for that match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like that match too. Um, it was it was underrated, like you said. What uh, what's his name? Daniel Bryan lost his uh qualifying match for Money in the Bank to Rusev. Uh, yeah. So Rusev Day is going to be in the the qualifying. I mean, Rusev Day is going to be in a Money in the Bank match. Um. What's gonna happen with Daniel Bryan? What is he doing anything at Backlash? You think not Backlash? Fuck Backlash! Is he doing anything yeah, at Money in the Bank? You think? <laughs> I mean, there, there's, there's, I, I think that there, you know, the way that they kind of focused on him losing that opportunity, it could go a couple of ways because he could still get into the match somehow because there's still time, and you know, he could, you know, pl- make a plea or maybe he could do something i don't know because he's daniel bryan you know like yeah. they i feel like they could still get him in that match if they really want to um but it's kind of hard to say because like big Cass is still kind of of, of uh, like in the picture in a way but he wasn't on smackdown or at least he didn't interact with him on smackdown so like I, you know i thought he was gonna interrupt him or you know be a part of why he loses mm-hmm. um i was kind of surprised that rusev went over the way he did not that i was mad at it because you know rusev i'm you know i'm we're fans of rusev here but it's just like i thought big cast might have you know come out and distract him or you know do something so i'm curious to see where they go with that but um you know maybe maybe they leave him out of the title picture for now because like you know, you throw Daniel Bryan in the picture and then yeah it's it's, he's gonna he's gonna overshadow everybody else gonna do exactly what happened last and it's and it's like it's just gonna make that because that like i said the title picture like once you and put too many people in it and they're like let's say joe does get in there and then daniel bryan gets added to that too it's like it's great for the fans but i feel like that almost over clutters the the uh main title picture at least for now because like you know you if anything save that for SummerSlam, or for you know when you get closer to SummerSlam. yeah but um, you know, it's it's hard to say with Daniel Bryan, but they're clearly making a, st- a point out of it. Um, you know, we're we're kind of jumping ahead a little bit because that that's a SmackDown thing. But either way, um, anything else from Backlash that you wanted to brush on before we we get to Raw and SmackDown though? Because like overall, like besides those matches that we mentioned, like it, it was a lot of you know 
you know, underwhelming uh, matches. There was one um, thing oh, I found weird. What what was that? Um how just a few weeks ago, uh Charlotte beat Oscar Street first time in what four hundred days or some shit like that. What was it? Eight, yeah, nine, or, yeah, eight, like, how was, was a it? lot. It was a lot. It was like three years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Carmelo just beats her clean at Backlash. Well, yeah, and like I was expecting her to lose, but you know, to cheat essentially. Yeah. But they tried to do an injury angle, and I'm like, uh, <laughs> like, like when when you do injury angles, there's a good way to do it and a bad way to do it, right? And I don't necessarily think that this is the worst way to do it, but I think it's the wrong person to do it against, right? Because I feel like someone like Carmel should be cheating to win, not like oh she fucking landed on her leg and tweaked it and then she got kicked in the leg that she tweaked and then she lost Mm -hmm. like that just i don't know that just didn't it didn't really work for me um but uh it's it's kind of sad that they're they're kind of you know messing up that execution a little bit because you know carmella as champion is something that i'm not opposed to yeah. Um, but you know, having her win it in that kind of way kind of makes it feel worse because it's like, uh, like, you know, you have to sacrifice Charlotte in order to do that. Like if she lost by cheating or whatever, I wouldn't have been as salty about it. But, um, you know, I guess again, since we're skipping around, like skipping to what happened on SmackDown. So she, she wins her qualifying match against Peyton Royce, mm-hmm. but then this, you know, just today, we find out that Charlotte is going to be out of commission for a while because she got like one of her breast implants popped or something. Yeah, right? I didn't even know she had breast implants. That was the, <laughs> that was news to me. But, um, but yeah, like I mean, that, so that's weird because I was like, when I when I saw that, I was like, okay, so how long is she out for? And they said indefinitely. So. You know, and I, like when it, as, when I read this, I was thinking back to when Billy and Peyton were out for their, you know, implant modifications yeah, or and, whatever. And because and they were out for a minute. Because you know, because uh, NXT is taped, you don't know exactly how long they might have been out. Because like the last time you probably seen them on TV, they probably was out two weeks before that. You know. Yeah. And so, so, so it's like so how no long is yeah. Charlotte be out for and. You know, it's weird because, you know, obviously it's, it's not the worst thing ever because, you know, you got Billy and Peyton. You could throw one of them in there um, and it, it'll be just fine. And I, I don't necessarily think that Charlotte, um, you know, once when, when she comes back, it's not like she's going to lose that much momentum because she's still relatively consistent. But it's just kind of a weird way to book her. But. You know, like this could be a blessing in disguise because, like, sometimes, like, when when WWE starts to mess up a lot, and then if they if someone gets hurt, like the person that they're messing up with gets hurt, mm-hmm. and they come back, they they kind of regain some of that steam because people miss them. So you know, you give people time to miss Charlotte, and they'll kind of forgive whatever blunder they made. So they, even though it's just minor, like when she comes back, she'll still have some kind of momentum, but. You know, it is kind of unfortunate, but you know, like, we'll, 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 I guess we'll just have to see what they do with that. But um, yeah, like, so, 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 back to backlash though, real quick. So, like, what, what did you think that it, it succeeded at all as like a cross-branded pay-per-view? Like, did you did you feel like the 
the cross branded matches have any, you know, point to them? Like, do you no, think that they should no keep no that? no title change? I thought it, I thought it would have been amazing if you would have had two of the mid the two mid card belts on one brand. You know, yeah. like let's say uh, like, oh, the into uh, U.S. title went to Raw again, and yeah. now. They lost it. Now they got to compete. And they got to get it back. Yeah, know? that would have been dope. That would have been dope. We got to go get the title back. Like, <laughs> I thought that would have been a, a, a dope storyline, man. Like, <laughs> It, it kind of adds the Raw versus SmackDown thing again, you know? And, yeah, and it's like, like it, it makes it too predictable otherwise because it's like we could call it beforehand. It's like, oh, they're having the title match interbrand, yes, but, the you know, they're playing it so safe that you know that they're not going to let you know, the U.S. and the IC title be on Raw or SmackDown, so they're going to do, you know, what they do. And it's kind of weird, but, um, you know, I agree. I kind of wish they kind of took a little bit more liberty with that. And the the cross-brand matches weren't really that entertaining. Like, they did have that cross-brand promo with Elias and New Day and How'd No Way Jose. That? I mean, it was funny. I laughed a few times, but... I it just thought it was wasting time. Like it, it really felt like one of those things where they just put it in the middle of the show to kind of pad it out a little. Yeah. Um, and that kind of annoys me sometimes, especially when it's not a big pay-per-view. Like this is just backlash. Like you didn't need to go all out, like do that. But you know, I guess the, you know, they're just trying to make a point like, Hey, we got stars from all the brands. So here's all the, the colorful personality people. Um, they just threw him out on the screen for no reason. It's like t- even Titus Worldwide was there. I was like, why? Like, he, he, okay, so he fell, so now he's a comedy act. <laughs> but um, whatever. So, yeah, uh, um, I, what, what's going on with Bob Rude, man? But oh, what, what was you about to say? No, no, no. I was uh, like, I think the only other thing I was gonna bring up was the uh, the Jeff Hardy Randy match because I wanted to. Um, juxtapose this against a match from SmackDown as well because uh, Haskin, Anthony Haskin uh, over Slam childhood friend, what's up? Yeah, so he brought up the point that he felt like Jeff Hardy was whack now and he, you know, I was like, why? And he pretty much said, like, because the match with Randy was trash on Backlash and yeah, a lot of people say that was the worst match on the card Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, I don't necessarily think that that was Jeff's fault because if you watch the match, like he wasn't necessarily executing poorly. Um, he he was doing it, you know, he he wasn't you know, like being Jeff, you know, drunk Jeff or whatever. And but but I feel like when you put him in the ring with certain people, he's gonna shine a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, he's working with Randy. And Randy is like the king of phoning it in nowadays. I feel like, he's like, <laughs> like, like it, I don't know, like, like if you agree or not, but it's just nah, like this. Yeah. Dude, I think he, I think Randy he, needs to take some time off. Yeah, it's like I get no passion from Randy Orton, and it's like uh, other than his random RKOs, which can be entertaining every now and then. Mm-hmm. Like when he has his matches, like yeah, like sure, I like watching him do this that that uh power slam, like the snap power slam or whatever. That's dope. His RKO when he hits it sometimes is dope, but his matches have no passion or flair in them at all. And I felt like that match made Jeff look worse because they they both looked kind of bored. Whereas, but then you have their match on SmackDown where it was Jeff versus The Miz, and I felt like that was a lot better. Like mm-hmm. 
I, I don't know if you remember, but it's like I, I, I was watching this Jeff versus Miz match, and I was like, there's a clear difference here, and it's like, you know, if you watch that match, you will be like, oh, Jeff still got it. But if you watch the match against Randy, you'll you'll think that Jeff is trash. So it's like, I feel like the the X factor is Randy here, um, because like, uh, you know, I feel like you know, as good as Randy is, he doesn't necessarily elevate his opponents nowadays. Um, and I just felt like that was kind of an interesting point to make or to you know that i came to yeah no nah, i i agree i i'm i I'm, haven't enjoyed a jeff i mean a, a randy orton match in a while even though he you can like say randy orton is just like one of the most like clean wrestlers you know what i mean yeah yeah it's not too many mistakes you see in a randy orton match but it's like he's like the spurs of wrestling <laughs> you know, like the Spurs is like other than this year, but you know, historically the Spurs are one yeah, of the, yeah, the yeah. most like if you want to learn how to play basketball, you watch the Spurs, you know? Yeah, like but fundamentals. It's so boring. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's how Randy Orton is, in my opinion. Yeah, like I yeah, I did I feel like the 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 last singles match that I really enjoyed from him was Randy versus Seth at thirty one. Mm. And, you know, that was obviously because, like, you know, that was, Seth was at the peak of his heel stuff, and then you had that RKO after the stomp. Yeah, that was dope. You know. And, and he was yeah. like, and Seth was like, uh, you know, because like, like we said, Randy is so, like, clean and doesn't want to make mistakes. He was like, they was practicing it, and uh, yeah. he's like, he, he couldn't, couldn't get it. it. <laughs> he's like, you know what, forget it. We'll just not do it. He said he called it in the match. He's like, "Yo, let's do it." So <laughs> he's like, "You sure?" He was feeling himself like that's yeah. a, like that was a passion, like because he was feeling himself after he hit it. Yeah, 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 yeah. He said that he was like he was like he excited and celebrating <laughs> that he hit it. He forgot to pin him. <laughs> he's like the ref was like pin him. Like, yeah, so that was dope, man. But um, but it's like so so let to roll into Raw. Let's talk about the elephant in the room, which is Samoa Joe versus um, Roman, because Samoa Joe and Roman had this match, and the the fans were not having it. Everybody was like booing. People were saying boring. People were upset and like you know, pretty much hijacking the match. Um, and Samoa Joe. You know, he he gave Roman a more interesting match than Brock has, obviously, because mm-hmm. you know Samoa Joe is who he is. Um, but regardless of the efforts, it still ended up being exactly what everybody thought it was going to be. Where you know Roman, you know, comes back and he wins. Um, now, like on you know, as as you know, be, us being the fans that we are, right? We wanted Joe to win because that would have been dope. Mm-hmm. But like realistically, we knew Roman was gonna win because if Joe, if Roman win, like if Roman loses, where does he go from here, right? Because he he kind of needed to for for his sake more so than anything. Yeah. But regardless of whether he won or not, like where where is this story going, like? Where do we go from here now? I have because no clue. Okay, so what? Roman <laughs> like he challenges Brock again. Like what? Like he's not gonna do, like Brock isn't gonna do a TLC match. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So are we are we building two? You know, they did a cage match. It, like, when is Hell in the Cell usually? Hell in the Cell like October. So like, <laughs> like, cause I'm just trying to think like, what's the like what what's the stipulation that it's gonna take for Roman to beat him? Are like are they the, you know, it just doesn't make any sense to me. Are they gonna build to two out of three falls? Are they gonna do an Iron Man match? Are they gonna do a Hell in the Cell? Are they gonna do like I, I just don't know because yeah. like I don't think anybody's like yeah like what what are you thinking here? No, nah, like, I, I, I'm lost too. Like they said, um, I don't think Brock is fighting at Money in the Bank. No, he's. I don't yeah, think so. Yeah, I don't think I don't. I, I think that's what I heard, but I'm not sure. You know, I could be wrong. I'm always wrong in this motherfucker. Uh, I don't think I don't think Brock is fighting there, and also. Roman is somehow in a feud with Jinder Mahal now. Uh, they yeah. had they had a triple threat match for to qualify for Money in the Bank. It was Roman Reigns, Sami Zayn, and uh, Finn Balor, my guy. And uh, Jinder Mahal comes out and he he pulls Roman's foot, and uh, Sami Zayn comes and hit him with a halluva kick. You know, so and then Jinder Mahal gets probably the biggest pop he's gotten like in months. <laughs> and, and what I what I'm thinking is though, is like are the fans gonna the fans aren't gonna uh, cheer for Roman in no. this in this feud, yo. And I I love Roman. Roman, I like Roman, yo. I'm a a Roman guy, yo. I believe in the big dog. I just want to see a good storyline. And yeah, I haven't gotten just, one. And it's I'm like, just so frustrated because they, like I, I've said this week after week after week, right? Like they missed their shot. They, they did, really did. Yeah. Because like the their best opportunity for Rome to win was back then. So, you know, like I, I've been seeing a lot, uh, a lot of um, wrestling uh, talk show personalities or whatever, you know, your Sam Roberts, your Meltzers or whatever, like, a lot of them are saying that perhaps Roman is no lo- truly no longer the golden boy, and it's really and the next is is Braun. Yeah, uh, and uh, you know it, it's kind of easy to see that Braun has been being groomed and he has the, the momentum as a you know face, and he had it as a heel too. Mm-hmm. So you know, people like him. People want him to win. People cheer when he comes out. Um, but the, you know, obviously, there's been so much attention on Roman that it's hard to say whether you know, you know, w- w- what they're going to be doing. So, like, do you really think that they've given up on Roman, or do you think that that's just more of that, like, you know, he said, he said, she said stuff going on? Um. I, you can you can sort of like whenever you hear them say that stuff and then you watch it and then you can sort of say you know what maybe it is because he it, uh isn't isn't he did he qualify for the money in the bank match also yeah yeah he pretty much like forced himself in yeah him it was a match between him and Kevin Owens and he got it uh yeah I mean but he had a point it's too good match by the way yeah it was Kevin a good match yeah um but he he also what you call it uh. I, I don't I don't see anybody beating him in that match. I don't I don't see I don't see Miz holding the the money in the bank match. I mean the money in the bank briefcase. 
I don't think they're good. I, I could see I could see Miz like sneaking it, but I mean it's it's like with the names involved, it's hard to say. Yeah, that's what I was getting at. With the names involved, I don't think they'll give it to Miz. I mean, if they do, you know, I don't know where's what's going to happen with the stories, you know, going on. Yeah. Um, but I mean, like, besides, besides, oh, sorry. The one I could see the most getting it is Braun, probably. Right. Yeah, right. yeah. I, th- I think he's the, he's definitely one of the front runners. It's just like, for me, it's hard to imagine like the big guys like climbing the ladder. Yeah. So like that's kind of where I you know I feel like big guys usually never win those yeah, ladder matches. I think I heard somewhere that big guys haven't won a ladder match before or something like that. Mm-hmm. So that that could. Be but um, I mean that would, that yeah. still would be I mean something for him you know. Yeah. But I mean other than that like. Uh, so we had Braun qualify, and we also had uh, who else qualified? Was Finn, Finn Balor. Finn Balor, yeah. Finn Balor qualified against Sami Zayn, right? Yeah, it was Sami Zayn and Roman Reigns. So and Roman, yeah, yeah. yeah that was the one where gender. I mean, yeah, I mean, gender interfered. Bro. Then Sami gave him a haluva kick, and then uh, Finn drop kicked him into the turnbuckle, and hit mm-hmm. him with the uh, coup de gras. And nice. So, so that was a good so match. Got yeah. There. yeah, that was good. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that actually. Um, but yeah, you know, it's cool to see you know, Finn in there. Um, I'm I'm still not really sure where they're going with his character and stuff. But it, you know, they're he he's got more flair to him. And I, you know, I'm curious. To, I, I feel like they're building up for something with him. So you know, I'm curious to see where they go. Yeah. Um, and then they like they aside from the. Uh, men's qualifiers. They also had women's qualifiers because they're doing the women's one again. And you had Ember Moon qualify. Uh, she beat Ruby Riot and Sasha Banks. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I, you know, I was actually kind of expecting Ruby Riot to win because I felt like they were building her up a little bit. But Ember, she's kind of like you know, the, you know, she's new. She's kind of a wild card, I guess, if you want to say anything. But. Um, I think yeah. Didn't they do a little bit of the the whole like Sasha was getting beat down by the Riot Squad, and then Bailey came out, and there was just a whole bunch of stupidity between them. Yeah, and it was like that shit doesn't make any sense to me. Like that, like it, it's it's so depressing, man. When you're thinking about like, you know, Sasha Bailey was like a, you know, a modern day classic feud, and then Raw right now is completely yeah, like how, how did they fuck that up it was like the writing and, like <laughs> it was right there yeah it it's complex right. and then to, to make it matters already worse, made. yeah and but but the the problem and we said this before probably but i don't know who's the good guy i don't know who's the bad guy mm-hmm. i don't know like i don't really know why they're mad at each other i don't remember why they're mad at each other like what because like oh sasha sasha wanted to get a couple of wins right so you're you're building this as if Sasha is the heel, yeah. but you don't want to. But but they're not committing to her being heel, which would be good. Which it, it would be great. Yeah, I don't I don't want to see Bailey as a heel. It's like, yeah, like I mean, <laughs> I, I wouldn't I wouldn't mind it. But I mean, if you want Sasha to be heel again, then do it because you know I feel like they've stretched face Sasha out as far as she could possibly go. Yet yeah, they, for I, some reason like, that's what I, I was have, getting at. I love the heel Sasha so much. Like she. 
She came in and what was the team? What was her with Naomi and it was oh, team where team they bad. Had a, where they had uh, the, the pro- I mean, um, I the thought, music yeah. from, uh, what's it called? Yeah, oh, the Street Profits. Street Profits. Shit, the way they, the way they uh, had it, I thought Sasha was the leader of the group. Um, yeah, I mean, me too. But I mean, I actually kind of liked how they tried, they, they had that little, you know, leaders feud between Naomi and Sasha a little bit. But, but either way, like, the, the, you know, she was doing well as a heel for that little bit and then they turn her face okay you you want her to have her little face run that's fine but in this feud where they're they're setting her up to be the heel they don't commit to her being the heel and then they tease bailey to be heel but then they don't commit to her being heel either so it's like you have two people who are frenemies and no nobody's committing to being good or bad so you don't know who to cheer for and then you just end up annoying not only the characters, but you're annoying the fans because you you don't know why anything is happening now. So it's like, you know, they're trying to like on Backlash, Sasha. I mean, Bailey tried to ask Sasha for help, but Sasha said no. And then Bailey lost. And then uh, Bailey went to help Sasha. I don't know, like what? The, it just doesn't make any damn sense to me. Like I, I don't know what's going on. So. Um, that's disappointing, but either way, like we said, we have Ember Moon in the match and obviously there's going to be more additions as they, as they get to that. Um, was there, was there anything else from raw that, that stuck out to you? Because like, I, I felt like besides those, Oh you know, yeah. Seth got an amazing match out of Mojo Raleigh. <laughs> did he? Cause I actually, I'm not going to lie. I fast forwarded through that. So talk about it. Did you say? I said I said I, I fast Oh you fast forwarded through it. Okay. Oh no no no. It was dope because um uh, Zach Ryder came out. Zach I mean Zach Ryder went up to uh to, to Kurt and he wanted a match, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he he was like, you know, I'm a Long Island guy, let me get into this uh money in the bank match and all this and that, right? And then um then Seth comes out, you know, does his whole fighting thing. Basically, you know how John Cena had the US open challenge. Seth yeah, is yeah. sort of doing that with the Intercontinental belt. And so um, he basically has an open challenge and out comes Mojo. And everybody's chanting, we went Zach. And then Mojo Mojo did it, dropped a promo and he was like, nah, you know, F him. You know, you know home, homecoming, you know, for, you know, victory for him and nothing like none of that shit. So Mojo comes out. They had a great match, though. Um, psh- I don't have it in front of me to tell you everything that happened in it, but it was, it was pretty nah, good. Nah, nah. <laughs> I'll take your word for it, though, because, I mean, you know, Seth Seth has been doing really good stuff lately, and, you know, if anyone could bring out, you know, something out of Mojo, it probably would be him. You know, Mojo's yeah. not completely useless. It's just, like, he's just annoying. So, um, you know, I, I'm not surprised that they got something going, but, you know, yeah. got to get the Ross three hours. But um, I, so so before before we move on to a few more SmackDown details, there is one thing I wanted to talk about from Raw that we almost forgot. That was probably the low light of the show, um, from a lot of perspectives. So can we say can we please like have a, a moment of silence for Bobby Lashley's uh, oh, return? <laughs> my God, yo, like. <sighs> 
Uh, oh, I see people. Boy. I was. I went to the comments. The comments. Some people love it. Um, okay, so, so just describe what happened first. All right. So they basically did like a breakdown of Bobby Lashley's career, and I was watching. And I was like, "Yeah, Bobby." Because I right, backstory. Me, I, I mentioned this before. Me and my brother, we loved Bobby Lashley's run in TNA. That's that's one thing we loved about TNA was how they used Bobby Lashley. That he was like a serious threat in there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it was a period where he held all the belts, like literally, like. <laughs> yeah. And so, uh, so when he came here. I thought they was gonna make him be like this serious, you know, competitor, like kin to uh, Brock Lesnar and all this shit. But that's not what we got. Um, anyway, so they did this little sit down, and it started off them going through his whole career, you know. And I was like, yo, this is actually this is pretty good. It started off dope, you know. Uh, the production on it was a one. And then they started asking him questions about his childhood, and it got real weird. It got mad cringeworthy. <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck?" I was like, "Yo, is he is he telling us he got he got he got molested by his sisters? Like, <laughs> like what is?" He? I was like, "Yo, what is he trying to tell us right now?" I'm mad yeah, confused. On yo, and like he starts talking, and you you know it's bad like when. You're like, uh, like, why is this still going on? Like, why yeah. is he still talking about this? And he goes into, like, so so pretty much this dude is like, oh, I have one sister, and she's blah, 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 and she does this, and she does that, and she does this, and she does that, and, and she does this. he was laughing then, about it. Yeah, and then he starts laughing, and I was like, okay. And then he's like, and then I got my second sister. And then he starts, t- like, I'm like, why is this segment, like, he just, it, it felt like forever. It really mm-hmm. did. Like, you, know, little- you know who comes? Little brother Bobby. I'm right there. I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, no, man. Little brother Bobby. <laughs> I was like, what? He said, I took that towel and I shoved it down his throat. And he, I was like, because he talked about his sister who had a towel and it was dirty and stinky and nasty. And they picked on her at school. And he came and took the towel and shoved it down a bully's throat. And I was like, Ooh, I was over there gagging myself. I was like, the fuck? And I was like, yo, what the hell are we listening to, yo? Like, oh my gosh. And then you didn't you say that the last sister, like, he talked about how he got beat with a broom or some yeah, shit. Yeah, like he said the sister had a broom and he said she needed to get on it like a witch. And I thought he was going to, like, he was like, they used to tie him up in the woods and leave him there. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, please don't say that she stuck the broom up your butt or something, yo. Like, I was mad. I was, I was mad weirded out, yo. I was like, what? I was like, I, I, I had to stop watching, yo. And then but, I, I just texted y'all, and I was like, yo, I'm done. Yo, <laughs> yo to, but to me, though, the worst part for me, and if somebody can explain this to us, please do. But what was the point of this promo? Like, what was the, what, what, like, was there a, a metaphor behind these stories? Because it's like, is it because Mother's Day is coming up or something? I, I, you know, to me, I was thinking somebody's going to take those stories and try to use it against them. How? I don't know, like, man. I don't oh, know. I captured Are they going to do a, a storyline? Uh, like, you know, you know yeah. one of those old school storylines? Oh, I captured your sister. 
Yeah, uh, you don't I'll have your like sisters you. here to protect you now. I'm gonna beat you worse than your sisters beat you. I don't I, know, man. I'm just, I don't care. It's just so whack, and it's, it's like whack as shit. What, what, Who thought of this shit, yo? Yeah, it's like this is like I like so. I know that WWE sometimes likes to let wrestlers talk about their real lives or whatever because it helps. Uh, you know, get them over a little bit more, right? Mm-hmm. And sometimes it works, right? But then you have times where it doesn't work. The first point I want to bring up that we spoke about like an episode or two ago was Ryback when he started talking about the secret. That didn't <laughs> work. It did not work because it didn't go anywhere. And then this, I feel like, is another case where it's just not going anywhere. And, well, at least it doesn't seem like it could go anywhere. And I don't think it will because when Lashley comes out again, he's gonna he's gonna wrestle. He's probably not gonna talk much, <clears throat> and that's it. And I, I felt like you know I, I I hate to be that dude that keeps saying oh well they should turn him heel they should turn him heel because I just talked about Sasha turning heel finally. But mm-hmm. like I I swore that. Bobby Lashley might turn heel on Braun, but you know, as soon as I saw their 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 tag match at Backlash, and saw that they were just kind of being the dominant faces, I was like, this isn't going to happen. And I feel like that's a little bit of a mistake because, you know, heel Bobby Lashley could, I mean, face Bobby Lashley could only take you so far. It didn't really go that far in his first run, successfully at least. And I feel like here, you know. Going with this like sister angle, like he he doesn't have a feud, and he doesn't really have a a solid motive. Like, is he trying to be the champion? Is he trying to be universal champion? Like, it would have been better if he just said, you know, I'm here, and you know, I have one goal, and that's to get the universal title. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, because that's what they do in NXT, right? Like, even if somebody clearly isn't gonna be in the title picture. They still pose him as somebody who aspires to be the champion, right? Mm-hmm. So, in NXT, for example, like I forgot whichever whichever generation it was, but it's like you have people come in, like, you know, I'm just gonna say names for whatever, but you'll have people come in like Velveteen Dream, and he'll say, yeah. "I'm gonna be the NXT champion," and he hasn't been in a, necessarily been in an NXT championship match yet, but. The fact that you know that that's what he aspires to be lets you know that he's trying to win and he's trying to do something. So as he proves himself, he's getting closer to that goal like long term. Mm. But with Bobby Lashley, it's like we, we know he's back and now he knows he has some sisters and that's it. Like we don't know what his goal is. Yeah. So I felt like they, they, you know that whole promo was just a, a mess. And it's like I don't I don't know what the point of that was. It's disappointing. Man, I'm 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 so confused, man. I want Bobby Lashley to be great because you know, yeah. I, I, like I said, you know, I love him. I I seen what he can do with uh with with at least you know serious booking, you know. Um, yeah, exactly. And it's like you know, like just just to know that he did improve because like. You know, when he was in WWE before, I was like, oh, he's, you know, he, he looked cool, but he was trash in the mic. Mm-hmm. And he was kind of, you know, plain in a way. 
And then to hear that he got better when he left is, you know, made me feel good. And then for him to come back and, you know, kind of underperform so far. And I, you know, what you could blame that on the, the, the booking more so than him. Yeah. It's sad, but I mean, you know, at least we know he has the potential to turn it around if the cards are in play, but you know, we'll see. I mean, maybe he'll get added to the money in the bank or something and they'll, they'll do something with him in that regard. But and not to not to say that I want him to win. I don't necessarily want him to win, but you know, at least give him something to do. Yeah. Um, to wrap up Raw and SmackDown real quick. Um, one thing I did also like was um, I like I like Drew McIntyre and, and uh, what's his name? What's his name? Uh, fuck. What's the Dolph, Dolph Ziggler? Dolph Ziggler. I like Drew uh, McIntyre uh, and Dolph Ziggler uh, together. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. But yeah, even though they are, they've been fighting like you know nobody's like uh, Slater and Rhino right now. Um, mm-hmm. I like I like them doing the, the Claymore and Zigzag together. That's that's dope. Uh, yeah, I want to see where that's gonna go. Yeah, I'm 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 curious. I mean, I still like uh, Drew and you know this is a good use for Dolph if anything for now. Yeah. But um. You know, I'm not super invested in it, but I don't dislike it. You yeah, know? I'm not. I'm not either. But um, I like I, I like Drew. I like Drew. Um, also, what else I was about to say? Where's the authors of pain? I haven't seen him in months. Uh, <laughs> authors of pain. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. They, they was, was there last week. The they was there last yeah. week. They beat those uh, French Canadian guys, but that was it. Yeah, yeah. They're just. I, off this <laughs> I thought they was gonna come in and be a serious like you know just bum rush the uh the tag team division nope nope not at all uh over on SmackDown real quick to wrap it up um uh, to wrap up Raw on SmackDown then we head to NXT and talk about that real fast uh yeah did you uh, have any specific takeaways from SmackDown other than uh like the qualifiers or anything yeah. particular. I really, 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 really enjoyed that Cesaro and Xavier Woods. Xavier match. Woods match. Tell yeah. me about yo son. That talk about it. Talk about it. That <laughs> shit was amazing, yo. Did, that was a great did you match. see that move they did, yo? You know he like uh, when he jumps into him. Yeah. And then he like picks him up and he like flipped him over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, man, I was gonna... like, yeah, like I, I said this. I said this in the Overslam group of the, probably half a year ago or something. But I, I feel like Xavier Woods is the probably the the best overall superstar they have on the roster. If you look at every little piece in terms of you know um, wrestling ability, promo skills, you know. What he's doing for the company outside, yeah, he's a you know, genius. With the, you know, with it, you know, like the, that dude really is like taking one hundred percent advantage of where he's at. Yeah, and then for him to go in matches, and not only does he have the good good matches, but like some of the better matches, it's crazy. Yeah. Like, it, like people, like I feel like people really sleep on Xavier Woods, and yeah. like. You know his move set is exciting to watch. He has good, uh, you know, signature moves, and they look clean when he does them. Mm-hmm. And you know he took his lick though, because like I, I heard that like that uppercut that Cesaro gave him like chipped a couple of his teeth, and he got a hole in his tongue or some shit. Like it fucked him up. <laughs> Damn. 
But, I don't know um, why I laughed, but that shit. <laughs> just I mean, because, like, yeah, because, like, because, you know, at the end, I saw his mouth was bleeding. I was like, oh, damn, like, maybe he bit his tongue or something. But, yeah, yeah he, he went on Instagram afterwards. He was like, yeah, I got a hole in my tongue and something, like, you know, it was some kind of weird injury. But, yeah, but that was good, though. Probably, like, you yeah. know, I like, I like the move he does when he jumps on, when he gets on the top turnbuckle, runs to the ropes, and then jumps off with the. Uh, yeah, yeah, me too. And then he turned it into an uppercut. That was dope. That was a really good match. I loved everybody that was involved in it. You know, they, yeah, cause, exactly. Because uh, like, uh, Seamus kept trying to get involved in the match in, in the and New Day. Pancakes. <laughs> 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 he just started throwing pancakes at my dude. Yeah, yeah that was dope. <laughs> yeah, like the I, I like it's it's funny because th- this happens to me all the time with New Day, right? Where it's like the New Day exits a feud. And then you have a week where you're like, man, like, I'm not sure, like, is is New Day getting old? Like, am I getting over them, right? Mm-hmm. And then as soon as they start talking, they remind you that, no, we, we're, we're, we're as successful as we are for a reason. And it's like they never really peter out because of that. Because, like, you start to think that you're going to get bored with them until they start doing what they do. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's what happened to me, like, within the past couple of weeks. Because, like, you know, after the Uso feud, Uso's feud, I was like, oh, I'm not sure. Am I still going to be into, you know, what New, New Day is doing? Because they're kind of floating around. But then they're getting into this feud with the, you know, with the bar. And, you know, it's been entertaining in the ring and outside of the ring. And, you know, I, I'm impressed on, you know, New Day's ability to persevere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I am too, man. I'm. It's like they always find a way to reel me back in. Yeah. So uh, like, um, other than that, like we we had some interesting storytelling going on throughout the show, um, because, um, you have you know, so we we mentioned the the Daniel Bryan and uh, Rusev stuff that's been going on, um, but we also had some stuff going on with um. Who was it? Was it big? No, 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 no. It was well. We we did have a couple of other stuff. Like we had Becky Lynch. Had um, she lost to Mandy Rose? Was it right? Uh, Becky Lynch. Yeah, she lost to Mandy Rose. What What did you think? Well, first first off, what did you think of her uh, Mandy Rose's intro where she had all the fucking Mister Krabs effect going on? <laughs> I, I don't know, man. I don't know. Like, I, was that I thought it was, was that what she did at NXT? No, she her her intro's never been that elaborate. Uh-huh. Like, I think this was her like the the first time they ever used that. Yeah, because she's always the page shit just came out walking down. The yeah, she, so like she had she had like a a starter song in NXT for a little while, but ever since she came to the main roster, like she hasn't really had her own thing. Wow. But um, I just thought that was funny. But yeah, like, you know, it was kind of weird, you know, because like they're booking Becky into this like losing streak angle. And that, you know, again, like we, we said, you know, it's kind of sad. Oh, before while, while this is because it just reminded me because I said losing streak and then I thought of streak. And then I forgot to bring up the Ronda watch. Oh, yeah. Was she? We, wait, Ronda was nowhere to be. To I was, say, was she even there? I, no, she wasn't. Oh, and 
if she like, because usually she comes out with Natalia. They didn't do anything with her. But, you know, we're still counting down. When's the next time we're going to see Ronda in a ring? No less, you know, where we haven't seen her on Raw yet. She hasn't had a Raw match. Mm-hmm. And she's only had one televised pay-per-view match. Mm-hmm. So, which was WrestleMania. So, it's like, it's just interesting to me. Um, so, how much? She how popped they, up, they she popped up at the Royal Rumble. Yeah. And since then, we've had one match. Yes. Mm. And I swore they were building towards something where at least she tagged with Natalia, and they mm-hmm. still might be, but what's the holdup? Is it because she was doing shit with her movie or like, mm-hmm. I don't know. But um, anyway, so back to Becky. She's losing. It's sad. I feel bad for her. Um, what else do we have? Um, Miz qualified for the Money in the Bank. Correct. Who yeah. So, so the participants are for the money in the bank matches are yeah. for the men's. I mean, for the men's, it's uh, Braun Finn, and on SmackDown, it's Rusev and Miz. And for the women, it's uh, Ember Moon. Uh, who's the other woman? It was Charlotte. No, uh, I mean, I mean, oh, I'm from the Raw woman. Who the other Raw chick is it? It's Ember Moon, and who else? Huh? I thought there was only one. I thought there was only one woman qualified per show. Was it? I I want to say yeah. Cause I thought Charlotte. I thought Charlotte and Mandy Rose qualified. No, I think the Mandy Rose match wasn't even a qualifier. Oh, it was just a match. Oh, yeah. Shit. I think it was just a match. Oh okay. Oh shit, my bad. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, see, and you, you know, you know why? No, because I was watching ups and downs, and he was saying he didn't even know. <laughs> and he, he said he looked it up, and he still didn't know. <laughs> but yeah, I'm pretty sure that wasn't a qualifier. I think that was just like fallout because the week before, Paige said you need to, you know, I think that was just for a general like number one contendership or something. But I, if I, if we're wrong, we're wrong. But like, fuck it, I yeah. didn't see it. Because like I don't, I'm pretty sure nobody else on Raw qualified. Mm, okay, so that, I know for a fact Ember Moon qualified. All right. Yeah. All right. So, uh, but Charlotte probably won't be in it because of the whole breast implant situation. So that's probably gonna mean that Dakota Kai. I mean, wow, I'm thinking of NXT still. Yeah. Uh, yeah really hurry up and get over there too. Roy. Well, you know they're from, you know, well not you know I guess. Dakota Kai's from New Zealand, not Australia, but you know what I mean. Either way, it used um, to be the same thing. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, Billy Kay or Peyton Royce, one of them two will probably get the spot. Probably Peyton Royce because she was in the match. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, was there was there any other things from SmackDown that stuck out to you that you wanted to bring up? Um, not really. You know, I, I did enjoy the you know you know we talked about Rusev Daniel Bryan that was like we we kind of glanced over the finish, but the match itself was dope. Like just the just the idea of having Rusev and Daniel Bryan in the match, and you know Daniel Bryan this dude he has a dope move set and I like the the way that they executed it, and the way that uh, Rusev went over in a way that you can't really be mad at. You know, and it, it 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 did really good storytelling for Daniel Bryan and for Rusev also, and like the right person won because people have been like vying for like Rusev to get a victory finally, and he got it. 
and now you have a question like, yeah. oh, what is Daniel Bryan gonna do next? Like, what, like where does he go? So it's like I kind of like like how they left you with these questions that they have to answer going forward. Um, with that, so yeah, I was I was happy with that. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I on SmackDown, I'm pretty, I'm pretty okay. I'm pretty okay with the ball rolling and seeing what's going on. Uh, Shane wasn't there this week, right? Nah. Okay. Yeah, yeah I'm cool. With, I'm cool with I'm, Shane and Stephanie just staying off TV. Yeah. I don't, I don't want them anything. But yeah, that's. I mean, that's that's cool for Raw and SmackDown. So we can. You got anything else for there? Uh, nah. I mean, we don't really like. You know, Nakamura had a little promo that was funny, but we, you know, that. Like that stuff is great. We don't really need to elaborate on that because they're they're pretty much just talking shit till until their next encounter. Mm-hmm. But uh, let, let, let's talk about NXT real quick. Um, NXT, I enjoyed, um, especially the, like that last match. I, I enjoyed a lot more than I thought. But you know, we were just talking about storytelling, and I, you know, what do what do you think about the the Shayna Baszler Dakota Kai storyline? Because uh. like. I'm, I'm kind of invested in it right I think, now. <laughs> I think, okay, to me, uh, NXT Women's Division. I when everybody, uh, when when Billy, um, Billy Kay, Peyton Royce, Oscar, you know, when they left, I was like, damn. This and then Ember Moon left, and I was like, damn, that women's division ain't gonna be shit. And then, yeah. then, but the last couple weeks, I'm like. Hold on, I think they snuck under me and created a dope ass women's division. Yeah, because I agree. you got Bianca Belair, you got Candice LeRae, who already you know is like a star. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, you got. I didn't know. I mean, I I knew Dakota how Dakota Kai was, but that match Dakota Kai had today was was dope. Yeah, um, like yo, son, her her move set is, yeah. and that's like I knew this, you know, from the class from the may i mean yeah may young classic and yeah from every, uh, her other um matches that i saw before that but like i just love how she has that that sprint around the ring and then she like goes right into her her kicks mm-hmm. and that shit looks mad powerful like her her moveset is dope yeah i, I really i really en- i really enjoyed that match and she seemed really terrified of Shayna baszler and it's so funny yeah. So, like I'm, yeah, exactly. Like seeing her being being as scared. Like I didn't know that that's where they they were gonna go with the story, but I'm actually kind of happy they are because, you know, on, on one hand you could be like, oh, like she's being a you know she's being a pussy for she doesn't want to fight blah, blah blah, but I just feel like it's gonna make for a better comeuppance storyline because like once she finally does get the courage to fight back. It's mm-hmm. gonna be epic, and I feel like whatever you know, whatever the next takeover is probably gonna win, be when they do that. And you know, I, I, the 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 one thing I am saying is like curious about is like, does this mean that she's like their next champion prospect? Because you know, I could see that being the case because she's kind of like the you know, she's kind of like the Bailey of the the modern NXT circuit, if you will. Yeah. But, um, you know, Shayna just got there. She just got the belt, and she's very dominant. It would be weird for her to win it quickly. So they'll probably take their time with it. But, you know, I'm just kind of curious to see what they're going to do, especially because now, like, you know, the, 
the other two four horsewomen got signed, so all the, the you know all of them are there now. <clears throat> and you know, I don't know if they're going to go straight to NXT as well, or if they're going to go to the main roster, which they probably will, honestly, because they're going to want to get the the four horsewomen thing going as quickly as possible. So they're probably going to skip NXT. But if that's the case, then they got to get Shayna out of NXT and onto the main roster. So, you know, I, I feel like if anything, Shayna has a solid year before that even happens. So she could, you know, if she does stay, maybe she'll be champion that whole time. But, you know, at least you'll have someone like Dakota Kai where you, you can build these, like, storylines where they have to get comeuppance over this bully type character you know mm-hmm. yeah, um, I, I like that but you know like I, i'm interested to see where they go with that um other than that we had uh you know ec3 he had his match uh, i forgot his opponent's name uh raru mendoza yeah raru mendoza yeah um but it was, yeah it was EC3, a solid match it was a solid, it was solid nothing yeah. special but you know, like I'm curious to see where they go with EC3 because he's he's got just you know a lot of charisma. So oh, we skipped one. That wasn't a match, but that fucking uh, promo with uh, oh shit with the, with uh, Velveteen and how and the fuck did I forget that? Because I went straight into the women's that. thing because I was really excited about the women's division. Yeah, yeah, nah, nah, but yeah, you're right. Like the the Ricochet and Velveteen promo was cool. Yeah. Um. Mainly because, like, I, I don't know if you were following, but... On Twitter? On Twitter, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I saw them kind of having an exchange of words before he even got signed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so it's dope to see them kind of flesh this out in the ring. And I'm I'm really excited to watch whatever match they have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I am too. I, I, like, I like Velveteen Dream a lot, man. He, uh, he talks a lot of shit. Yeah, and, and I like, called, I like, huh? He was like, he, he was like, um, like he, he was like, uh, he was like, babe, babe, stop. <laughs> 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 I was like, what? I was like, this guy, man. <laughs> yeah, that just had me dying. <laughs> but um, yeah, I like, I like them, man. I can't wait to see how they compliment each other in the ring. Um, I think, I think Velveteen just plays up to his his opponents because he put on a different style of like he's worked a different style for each opponent he had like when he worked with uh cassius ono he started striking you know he came out with the boxing shorts he was boxing himself and all this and that right striking doing more strikes uh when he was with um alistair black that was a whole different style he was working uh, in that yeah. match, and I love that, you know. So I, I want to see what is he gonna do against Ricochet. Yeah, it's like is he able to match the the agility? Yeah. You know, I know he does have his own agility skill set, but like you know, how will that complement you know what he excels at doing? But yeah, it's like I, I have no doubt in my mind that those are gonna be fun matches, and you know, like it, it'll be interesting to see where they go. Um, but yeah, I dug that. I dug that whole thing, and I, I like how when when he uh, Velveteen has his little promos, like he'll do the stare down, and then he'll like drop to the ground, and then kind of slide out, like like a fucking snake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I don't yeah. know, I just find that kind of entertaining. Um, yeah, he's very entertaining, man. He has a, a, a ton of charisma, you know. 
Yeah, sky's the limit for Velveteen. Yeah, so to move but, on, uh, man, uh, War Raiders, yo. I I love them. Yeah, they're they're good, man. It's yeah, like yeah. I, I'm glad I mean, they put them against Heavy Machinery too, because yeah. I thought I think Heavy Machinery is like a fun, you know, big style tag team that that's been building up for a while, and like obviously, like you had to kind of feed them to War Raiders because like you have to prove that they're more dom the the more dominant big team, but mm-hmm. at the same time, they did a good job and they complemented each other. Yeah, I, uh, you know, I was a fan on the, I was a fan of them as War Machine, you know, in New Japan and all that. I liked watching their matches and all that, but uh, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't, I like War Machine name better, but I, I'm starting to not mind the War Raiders thing. Yeah, I don't mind it, but it's like obviously, like War Machine rolls off the tongue more, yeah, like easier, especially because like, you know the 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 Marvel character, you know. Yeah, exactly. You used to like, hear. It. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, this this was a fun match to me. Uh, it was dope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I enjoyed it. It was fun. All right, so what, um, uh, what's next? But yeah, but then you had the main event, which was the the key. I, I felt like you know. I, it's weird with Cassius Ono, right? Because Cassius Ono has been in a lot of great matches since he's joined NXT, but he he hasn't really been positioned as somebody who could ever be the guy. And it's hard to see if he's even going to come back to the main roster ever. Like he could he, he could be that guy in NXT that's kind of just there helping out, which yeah. would be weird. But at the same time, I, I don't necessarily think that's a bad spot because he. He has great matches, and he always catches me off guard mm-hmm. because, like, I, you know, Cassius Ono's nice. We all know this, but it's kind of easy to forget because the focus isn't on him. So it's like when you have when he has these matches and he always excels, you're always like, damn, like, Cassius Ono's nice. But yeah. it's easy to kind of forget because, like, obviously, like, the, the focus of this match was Tommaso Ciamp- Ciampa. And, and, like, you know, Cassius Ono was kind of playing more of, like, the, you know, you hurt my friend, so I'm going to hurt you back kind of role. But he did he did it well. And, like, you know, that that dude, like, he, he put on a, a match that I was excited to watch, you yeah. know. And the, the, the match, him and, him and Ciampa, uh, they really, like, they was trying to hurt each other. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's what, that's what I love about it because, like, you know, I feel like Cassius Ono, like when he hits somebody, like it feels like he's hitting the shit out of them. Yeah. You know? And Tommaso Ciampa, I feel like it works into his his current character really well. Yeah. Yeah. So um, um, I, I also, that. Oh, yeah, I, I I wanted to shout out Mauro Ronaldo because <laughs> at the end of this match, I was laughing out loud because when <laughs> when Ciampa won, he was like, "No." Damn it! <laughs> 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 it was so fucking bad. He was like, "Oh, he was like, I have never despised somebody so much." <laughs> like he was like, like I love when when the the commentator shows a little bit of bias and mm-hmm. like it, it's kind of it's kind of like old school in a way where you know how Jr. like he was the face announcer, but like some of the heels would get under his skin so much that he would be very vocal about it. And I felt like this was one of those moments where it's like Mauro, he's like the, the, the face announcer and he really hates the heel to the point where when the heel wins, he can't help but be biased against him. 
Mm-hmm. And I, I really like that element. Like it just kind of added to to the whole flair of what was going on. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, Morrow does a great job. I, I miss him on SmackDown, but NXT works with him. You know, he it works. Yeah, because uh, it, it helps bring more excitement to NXT, which I, I think more people need to start watching it because I love it. Um, yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, it, it hasn't really, you know, NXT has been like probably their most consistent show over the past few years. Yeah, but um, you know. So we, we all know. So what do you see happening next week with all the shows? Before we head out of here. I don't even, like, you know, I, I don't even think I could could potentially predict anything that's going to happen because just so much weird stuff has been going on. Like, you know, if anything, um, I'm curious to see if, Daniel Bryan will be positioned to be in the Money in the Bank, or will they continue to put him in this feud against Big Cass? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because obviously Big Cass wasn't there. Like there was a, a few people missing, like that. You know, like tag team wise. Um, you know, like you said, authors of pain on Raw. We didn't see uh, the Usos on SmackDown. We didn't see. Um, you know, I, I'm curious to see like Naomi. She won that that. Uh, she won that battle royale, but they didn't do anything with that. So I'm like, yeah. is she gonna qualify for the Money in the Bank? Which she probably will. Um, but I mean, I don't know. Like this, it's kind of weird because the stakes are so low as they build to Money in the Bank that nothing really matters. But you know, if anything, I'm just kind of concerned with the general state of Raw in particular, just because like you know, SmackDown like. It's not a perfect show by any means, but I feel like the the direction is a little bit clearer. Like you know, I feel like I have a better understanding of what's going on in different storylines. Like with the money in the bank, you know, like who who like is kind of in the picture there. And with the WWE title, you know that AJ and Nakamura have this kind of ongoing feud, and you have some kind of people circling around that. And even with the women, you kind of have a better, a clearer idea what's happening. But with Raw. Like because of the universal title, everything feels so like, you know, loose. Like you don't know who's, you know, like what what's going on. You don't know, like you know, with Roman, like what what are they building towards? Especially since he lost. Like okay, so he's gonna feud with gender. So you're really gonna make people watch a gender versus Roman match? Like is that really what they're building toward? Mm-hmm. And you know, you know, like you know, we're fans of gender, but I mean, I don't necessarily think that even fans of gender and roman would be excited to see a gender roman match you like i got a question so right now for the men's and i think they're gonna for the women's right it's gonna be four versus it's gonna be four men and four women right last year they had six why why did they take the two out why did they take it out why did they only no, I, th- I think it's still gonna be six you think so I, th- right. I think it's still going to be six. I was actually curious if it was going to be eight, but like for a little Cause while. Because he, he said be... eight, but I was mad confused at what he was saying. Because he said. Yeah, like, maybe he means like. Like, like I don't know if he meant it was going to be four men and four women. Like, you know, the four in the men's matches. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. he, he said eight, but he didn't explain it well. So I, I think I actually think <laughs> yeah. it might be eight that it, like it, because yeah. my, my idea is that. Because like last year, Money in the Bank was 
uh, like it was a SmackDown exclusive pay per view, mm-hmm. right? And then the year before that, it was a Raw exclusive pay per view. But now that well, it's well, cross brand, the year before that, it was uh, the both. It, it was still one brand. Oh yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. You, I guess so. But um, this year since it's cross brand, I think that there's a possibility it'd be an eight person match where it's like four Raws and four SmackDown. But that would be like really cluttered. But like I could see it happening. Um, I, I don't if they did say if they did make that clear, I just missed that detail because, like I said, I, I kind of fast forward through Raw and SmackDown. Yeah, so it, I don't know. I, I ain't gonna front. I was asleep, so he could he could have <laughs> ex, explained it thoroughly well, and I just missed it. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> well, uh, I did hear the I did Fine. hear the commentator say. Uh, so we have uh qualified for the you know for the eight spots for the Royal Rumble. We had uh Finn Balor and Braun Strowman, Ember Moon, and then what I think he said someone else, but I'm not sure. I could be wrong. Y'all could be like, this motherfucker Odell's retarded. Uh <laughs> he probably did it. It's probably only probably only Ember Moon qualified. I don't know. Uh but anyway, uh what you call it? I feel like Ruby Riot qualified. Did she? Nah. No, she didn't. She okay, didn't. Right. She it was probably, it probably was Ember Moon, bro. I, I don't know. But anywho. Yeah, I, I know what you mean, though. Yeah, so I don't know. I was like, yo, is he, what is she saying? Like, I don't know. Uh, the math wasn't there. So, yeah. But um, We'll probably find out, though. Yeah, like the, So, next week, yeah, they'll probably have more qualifiers for it next week. I mean, on Monday. Exactly. So. And, you know, like, I'm sure, like, they're gonna try to balance it out as as well as possible, but um, like I, I guess I was ta- I forgot who I was talking to, but I was thinking that um, you're probably gonna have like one one Money in the Bank on Raw, one on SmackDown, and I could see like I, I don't know necessarily know who I want to win either, but. I could see someone like Becky getting the money in the bank on SmackDown, but then it like it's been a while since we've had like a face money in the bank holder, right? And that's why I was thinking that. But then at the same time, well, I was um, thinking that like technically Dean was a face, but he cashed in that you. night. <laughs> yeah, he did. He did. <laughs> Which was dope. That was actually yeah. really good. Yeah. When that happened. <laughs> but um yeah, that is, he is an so, X Factor. So we we haven't had a face like hold on to it. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, So it's like, you know, and part part of me was thinking that Daniel Bryan might be that guy and you know, he mm-hmm. could win the money in the bank and then but you know like I could see the SmackDown people winning, you know, the money in the banks, just because I guess there's more super like wrestlers that I'm invested in on SmackDown, but it's like on Raw, um, I can't really see, you know, because like I can't see Lashley winning it. I could see Braun winning one of them, but at the same time, if Braun wins one of them, like what is he it's like? It's it's hard for me to imagine him cashing in on Brock. Mm-hmm. But I guess if anyone was to cash in on Brock, it would be Braun. So, 
like you know that's the, that's your way, if that's their way to get him in the title picture like you know you could you know do that do it that way but i mean i i can't really see anybody else on raw winning the the money in the bank and can you know in a convincing way mm-hmm. like uh, you know if they want to turn finn fully heel they could probably do it you know cuz but like it just they, they've built brought like they've kind of written themselves into a corner with Brock. They really have because like it's hard to like to make a legitimate case for anybody beating him at this point because of how they've written it. And it's like it's it's only Roman or Braun or an X Factor. Like there would have to be some kind of random crazy crap that happens. So yeah. I don't know. Do you have any like ideas of who might win the Money in the Bank, like or like any early picks? I I got Braun winning, but I would like to see Finn win. Yeah, Finn is my guy, so you know I'm Team Finn all the way, man. We uh, and, like I feel like that would be the most fun if like if he still had the club to be with him, you know? Yeah. Um and obviously the club is on SmackDown. We didn't see them this week either. Nope. Oh, you that's know. Kinda... Oh, that's one thing I missed, and I meant to bring it up too. We got another package for my guy El Idolo, and another yeah, package yeah. for Sanity. They have yet to wrestle, but we got another package. You yes, know? we did. <laughs> so... Gotta bring them up. <laughs> so, but they're supposed one? to like you know uh, um he's supposed to come next week. Is he? so okay. Yeah, yeah, that's like, what they said. That's Friday what they said. Debut next week, so we've been waiting. Hopefully, so. hopefully it's good. Hopefully, it's not another Emelina thing, man. Just... You know what? I could see him being part of the Money in the Bank. Actually, like if he has a match, like uh-huh. you know, he, he he is a good you know per like he doesn't necessarily need to win, but he would be a good asset. Yeah, I, it's cool. I, I like I like how they do that. Like how Ricochet EC three. Uh, yeah, exactly. they when they came into NXT, their first matches were in the uh, the ladder match for the North American Championship. Yeah, and so even though they lost, so technically they lost their first televised matches. Uh, you know, it was for a championship. <laughs> yeah, it's like you know, it's not a pinfall loss. Like it's, you, you can still look strong losing yeah. that type of match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. But anyway, we'll we'll see them soon. But yeah, uh, but yeah, did you have any like picks for the women's, or do you not the really women's? care yet? Or uh, yeah, let me see for the women's. Oh man, if they can find a way to get Becky Lynch in there, because I think we talked about it last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they can find a way to get her in there, man, I would love that. I would love to see her win. Yeah, I mean, if if she doesn't win, I like you know I could see. Um, like one of the iconics winning possibly. Like I can't really see anyone on Raw winning just because like yeah. they got too much weird shit going on with Becky and Sasha. Like I mean uh, Sasha and Charlotte. I mean yeah, Bailey. Hopefully they add more people in it. Like we were saying, <laughs> hopefully more people get added to it. Um, it's yeah, is eight on each side. Uh, men and women's eight women, eight men. Um, and then we have more to choose from, and we can do a a proper picking. Of exactly the winners, so yeah, we yeah. We, we uh getting pretty late here, and we at uh hour and twenty right now on the on the time. So yeah, we'll call it here. 
Um, yeah, so yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see what happens. I mean, this is one of those weird periods of time where like it's it's like a slight doldrum just because of the fact that you know we're coming off of Mania, we're coming off of all these bigger shows, and you know we're trying to see how some things are settling and some things are settling okay, and some of them are kind of like middling right now, but yeah. You know, I think, this is a, still, I think this is a time where everything will start falling into place more. I, I, you know, it was weird with backlash and greatest Royal Rumble and Mania. It's, that yeah. whole time period was weird. So I think we're gonna start. Everything's gonna start coming into place right now. So I'm interested. I'm here. We'll see. Yeah. Don't don't let me down. Hopefully not. Hopefully <laughs> not. If anything, if anything, we do have an interesting. <laughs> New Japan card coming oh, up. Oh, yeah, yeah. So we will definitely be doing an episode about Dominion in the future. Yeah. So Chris Jericho versus uh, Naito, man. Yeah, that's going to be Intercontinental title. Yeah, that, that card that card looks crazy. Like Ben posted a picture of the card, and I was excited. Yeah. So We got Kenny and Okada 4. Oh, man. The Young Bucks going after that heavyweight championship. Yeah, it's going to be exciting, man. I can't wait. Yes. That's definitely. It. All right, man. Um, before we head out, you got anything to say? Nope, nope. Let's call it. Yeah. All right, man. We appreciate y'all tuning in to us, man. We on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, YouTube. We on all that, man. Make sure y'all join the Facebook groups. We in both of them. We we're both active in both groups. Uh, Over Slam. Shout out to my guy Ben. Uh, and also barbershop mentality, uh, you know, Facebook group. We're over there, you know, they're, they're more ignorant and, you know, they will roast you and roast your mama. So you got to be careful over there. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, man. Well, we appreciate y'all. The smart mentality podcast. We out. Yeah.